1: You know, when you hear the great Debbie Gibson shake her love, helping us shake our love, shake your love, you know that this is a a very special Better Together, a Tuesday Lonely Guy edition. Yes, the regular, the, uh, regular guy Friday and Better Together brands... Have joined forces to produce The Lonely Guy Edition This is a very special Tuesday Lonely Guy Edition But you know, I was going to start out with some music that resonated Loneliness, being alone And you know what though? Why can't we be lonely guys and shake our love? I want to say this too, guys And this is a lot for me Being raised uh, by a macho dad in a macho 20th century world This whole ecstasy dancing scam And as you know Well, listen, if you listen to Regular Guy Friday You know the belief is that, you know Life Life is just, maybe just a series of scams And that, uh, as we always say Life could be the greatest scam ever We don't know these things But One of the scams we've heard before is how Ecstasy dancing Free dancing and stuff So, you know, there's just times I I'll be in the shower and I'm listening to this now, and you know what? I'll be shaking my love to this. Nice little shower speaker, you guys. They're very cheap. They're, low, they're under $20. They Amazon purchase. a little Bluetooth suction cup right in there. And shake your love. And now, you know, Maria's actually kind of respecting it. I said, you know, Maria, like, if I'm going through something or I'm in pain or... I'm going to just like, kind of just like dance like a goof and get it out of my body. And you know what's so cool is like, normally Marie would mock me and I, she'd make me laugh at doing so. She's like, well, I think that's really cool. So rather than start out with a lonely guy uh, uh, with some lonely music, there's plenty of that. I'd rather do uh, a little Debbie Gibson. By the way, let's do a little Tuesday name drop. Did Uncle Kev ever tell you the time? He was on a flight with the great Debbie Gibson. Now, I bet you haven't heard this one. See, now this is what stinks about not having Kelsey and Pooja. Let me first qualify why this is a Lonely Guy edition. If you did not hear our last Regular Guy Friday, it was a very special Regular Guy Friday. Like they have on the sitcoms in the 70s and on this, excuse me, even the 80s, and on this very special Alf. And then you'd see, like, Willie the dad would be like, Alf, is this drugs? Little we know that Willie would be the one That would become drug addicted in real life Just saying Shout out to Willie Shout out to Alf And shout out to very special episodes This is one of those It's a very special edition of Better Together A very lonely guy edition For all the lonely people out there like me I always say In this uh, Us regular people in this irregular world Gets a little lonely doesn't it It really does And I get it and I hear you And I'm here for it Um, but yeah, me and Debbie Gibson flew and, uh, you know, I had a flash, the Maria badge. So she knew I wasn't a stalker. Um, and we had an amazing conversation, like six hours. And, you know, I was like, okay, tell me about Dance Party USA. By the way, kids, I don't know why the dance shows had to go away. They started with Bandstand in the fifties, then... It was uh, dance party USA and then club MTV. And all it was was kids dancing on boxes with a host and then some live performances. And I don't know why, you know, I remember pitching this to MTV years ago. I'm like, listen, you, you're, you, keep thinking you're, they were always there young. They would kill a show after five years, always it's like single doll was getting crazy ratings. They, they killed it. Would never happen today. Would have went another five years, probably would have gone 20 years. Um, but that was their thing. Always the next, always the next, always the next. And, and, but what happened was, what they didn't compensate for was that the next gen wasn't watching TV anymore. So what they needed to do was put their resources and money into MTV.com and an MTV YouTube channel. And I was saying, you know, get a bunch of kids dancing for a couple hours of music playing. You know, good looking guys and girls or just or even just funky guys and girls, great dancers out there having fun. A couple of cool hosts. We overthink a lot of this, people. You know, I know I'd rather have that on in the background while I'm doing something. And that's what it always was. It was kind of background. You had it in as you were back. But anyway, of course, that's what I needed to know from Debbie Gibson. I said, now, does, uh, do you remember Kelly Ripper? Because Kelly Ripper was on Dance Party USA. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she doesn't like to talk about it. I'm like, OK. So, you know, the first thing. Uh, I've never actually met her, I don't think. I'm friends with Kathy Lee, never met, uh, she, she knows me because of obviously because of Maria, but, uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to get in there and ask her about her experience on dance party USA. Those were, uh, simpler times, better times. Anyway, yeah, the great Debbie Gibson, I was actually able to get her some stuff too. And then we lost touch, but you know what? might be time to reach out to the original queen of pop. Uh, by the way, super talented girl. I mean, a really incredibly talented musician. Uh, Needless to say, okay, so on this lonely guy edition, I think uh, I'd like to talk about when we're struggling in relationships with our loved ones. Um, I can just talk to you about my parents, you know, and I see it with, you know, I see some of my friends struggling with their parents because the parents want the kids to see them and the kids want the parents to see themselves, to see their own lives. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, I was, I was blessed. I had a wonderful friend. I I mentioned him all the time, Randall Malone and his partner, his husband. They took care of Marie and I the first 10 years in Hollywood. They were like our parents. Um, And Randall just had so much old wisdom because he was literally raised by uh, octogenarians. His grandmother was 106 when she died and she raised him. So his, Sundays were dinners with Lucille Ball. He had the same birthday as Bob Hope, so they celebrated together every year since he was like sixteen. Liberace, uh, Rosemarie, and Miller, Ginger Rogers—I mean, just crazy—the the friendships he had in the stories. But he also had such wisdom because he'd been here so long. And uh, you know, there was a time after you know I'll bring it to my thing and glad my anyway. <laughs> my mother doesn't listen to this. But, um, you know, my mother went, so I think I talked about this on the last Lonely Guy edition on Friday, but um, Bobo's crying here, you guys. Okay, we're going to let little Bobo out. I think he's probably going to potty because he's learning. Uh, I'll give you an update on my doggies and how they've just, wow, they've just added so much to me um but it's uh, no coincidence easter you know the anniversary of maria's mom's death and just a lot of it really really fits in max outside oh now he goes to the ground okay we're well, gonna leave the door open guys daddy's filming ah <sighs> my job is never done people it was a great quote in the original hawaii vote where mcgarrett just says why do i have to play big daddy to the world well sorry steve sometimes you just do one time I remember saying, when do I get to shit the bed? And I had a friend say to me, you can't, you are the bed. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, I digress. But, uh, you know, my, my, when, when everything really blew up for me, you know, and it was, and no one was there for me, or at least I felt that way. Um, I wouldn't say that. My college friends were all there, which is why they'll never be forgotten. And anyone who was there at that time will never be forgotten. And um, I still am in touch and take care of whoever I can from there because I really am grateful. But my mom, I was disappointed because, you know, when my dad was dying, I took three years off, moved home, paid, paid the bills on both houses, you know, made sure they didn't go without anything. And then my mom would be with my dad during the day. He was up all night and he was in poor guy, he was in so much pain. And then I would be with him at night and we were like this tag team. And needless to say, other family members didn't really step up, one not at all, one as much as he could. But, you know, when I needed help, it was like, no, peace out. And I was really, uh, really hurt by that. And, um, you know, I didn't try not to take it out on her when I did succeed, you know, but it was hard. It was hard because it was like, well, yeah, now I made it. Where were you when I needed you? You know, like I wanted a place to stay. And she was like, no. You know, she was just moved in with her new boyfriend, Frankie. And at the time, being narcissistic, you know, I'm 30 and and or 32. And I'm like, you know, I wanted to come. And she said, no, really hurt my feelings. And I'll never forget, Randall was like, you know, Kevin, sometimes with parents, the easiest thing to say to yourself is, They love you as much as they can. And that really helped me.
0: Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you.
1: But it was just the beginning of my healing because, you know, I look back now and I realize like, you know, my poor mother had just buried my dad and I was in the middle of a ton of drama and it was with other family members. And, you know, she'd just been through enough and it was time for me to kind of go out on my own and do my own thing. But, you know, our egos get in the way. And, you know, we get angry and petty, but at least what I did is what I've always done is I used it as motivation. Okay, I will get myself out of this. But then the dark side of me was like, and I'll remember it. And so I did remember it. So the first five years of my success, you know, Lita and Costa who were, especially Lita, was there from the beginning. I had to prove myself to Costa. He hazed me, um, Lita, from the beginning. And so I just gave her Everything I could because I was so grateful, and Nance, the lady who let us stay at her house that I mentioned in the uh, last episode. And the more that I did that, the more that I was quote trying to win, okay. Like, and by the way, beware, guys, of always trying to win in life. It's a, it's a really I feel like it's a American thing, and because the internet is we're all so connected, it's like everyone has to just win. And the, there's a quote: "They'll die to be you'll die to be right," you know. And there's a lot of people out there doing it, and I was in that. I wanted to win I was going to show her Oh yeah well You're not going to you know be 120% there for me I'm not going to be there For you and now that I've made it you know I'm going to limit access You know to my success I mean I'm always nice and I'm kind And um You know it was crappy of me And when I Finally was like what am I Doing like I'm like picking on a 60 something year old lady like My dad would be so beside himself. Like, this is not even honoring his death. Like, what am I doing? And when I flipped the switch and said, you know, she loves me as much as she can, which I would end up finding out she loved me way more than that. When I had empathy for her situation. And when I went to gratitude, gratitude for all the amazing things she did. I mean, my mom, like at seven, taught me how to animate my first movie. But I also, and I think we also need to honor what our parents didn't do for us. The times they said no. You know, Maria's dad all the time. No, no. And she had to keep figuring it out. No, you can't be in the pageant. No, you can't model. No, you're not going back to Emerson. And it just made her keep having to figure it out. And now we start at the bottom. And now where we are where we at? People say it in your cars, wherever you are, walking on your hike. we here. So as I've learned to really now look back over the last 10 years and just be grateful for what I was given and what I wasn't given, when I was empathizing for my mother's situation, what she poor thing was going through, losing her best friend, and life's never been the same for my mother. I look at letters my mom wrote me in college, these beautiful, expressive letters. And now it's the card, just her name, Kathy. And I looked back, thank God I keep my old letters because I could see, I'm like, you know, part of her died with my dad. But now, you know, the last like 10 years, I just, I can't send her enough things on Amazon. <laughs> I can't make her laugh enough. Uh, we just have a lot of fun together. And, you know, my therapist said this to me, Ida, the great Ida Kendall, when, when about 10 years ago, things were really getting, really turning around with my mom and I, just getting to like a really, really good place. And she said, Ida said to me, sometimes, Kevin, we do the work for everyone. You know, she's like, you did the work for both of you. And mom feels it. You know, so like right now, I see a lot of millennials kind of in the same position because they're trying to live their dreams, which the 20th century parent doesn't really understand or just doesn't want you in pain. And it's the same thing. Well, I'm going to win and prove to you my way is the right way. And you're an idiot you know, um, or there's even Gen Xers who have parents who still don't accept this or don't accept it. And it's hard. or They've had friction. Like I recently heard of one of Maria's friends who's a caretaker, a real, a a giver. And she's like, yeah, you know, now that her mom died, you know, her and her father were never in a good place. and And I just have to say, if you're a parent and you're listening to this, Pump the brakes and take a hundred foot view of your kid. Because I said to this, to my mutual friend, I said, the daughter is a wife, a mother, and a giver, and a teacher, and a healer. What's left? Like, I'm sorry, what's wrong with the dad? <laughs> you know what I mean? To like, to, 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 to be like that. But at the same time, you know, what did the dad go through to be there? You know, sometimes with fathers... The mothers do all the coordinating, like Lisa did all the coordinating with Costa. And now it's like the dads, they're not the type to pick up the phone and call and make things happen. So it's like taking empathy from both sides. But I always say, we're younger, we're stronger. So we do need to be the ones to go, OK, we know better. So if you're the kid and you're in this you know, situation with your parents, be grateful for what they gave you and what they didn't give you. And show them that gratitude and and be genuine about it. Um, You know, and I I, I know because Kelsey, you know, it's like her dad is an Ivy League graduate. He's a super athlete. Um, And uh, yeah, he's got his way and uh, Kelsey's got her way. But I said to Kelsey, you know what? Just go back to gratitude. Like you're successful because of everything he did do or didn't do or even the things when he was tough. And nobody plays a perfect game. No parent, no child, nobody. You just, I still think most parents wake up every day to do their best. I don't think there's many parents out there, and I try to remind people this too. You know, my brother Joe, I say about his dad, I go, do you really think Joe, he goes to bed every night saying, I can't wait to tomorrow, I'm going to make Joe's day the, even worse than the day before. I can't wait to ruin my son's life. I mean, most people... They just do their best, you know, with parenting. I mean, yes, there's sociopaths and psychos out there for sure. But I think that, uh, yeah, I think the more <clears throat> you can just apply gratitude uh, to the situation and stop trying to win, stop trying to sh- like prove to them who you are, just be good with who you are. And you know what? You can have like safe words too. Like I said to my mom, there's a couple things I just said, mom, let's not talk about that because it's just... You know what? It just makes me upset. Or if that, sometimes that'll even rupture their ego. So instead of doing that, you can just change the subject or get off the phone. And then they kind of know after a while, like, you know what? I'm not going to go there. You know what I mean? There's ways to kind of train them in a way. Um, But I just know like with uh, seeing some of the parents around me and I don't know, you know, what got me thinking maybe because it is in fact a Lonely Guy Edition on this very special Better Together Lonely Guy Edition. Listen, Being regular in a regular world can be fun and productive, but can also be lonely, right? So that's why we're here. Uh, We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about seeing the positive truth in people, you know, um, as an instinct and how that will affect your life. Also, like, man, oh, I want to really break down how much the universe really does talk to us and how, for me personally, being more aware of that is guiding me in such a greater way. And I really want to share that with you because I I hope it could be the same thing for you too. Uh, And a shout out to a really great series, TV series, I know The Hill Squad would love. Like I know there's great TV out there that we promote because we love it, like 90 Day Fiance, hilarious, or some of this other crime stuff, so well acted, so dark. But I have something that is just beautiful, It's beautiful and relatable, and uh, you can tell there's such heart from the creators. And, And it comes full circle with the universe, too. So all that more Oh yeah, you know what? This is even better for this very special Lonely Guy edition of Better Together. I think we're alone now, people. I have never met Tiffany. As I've already said, I'm Team Debbie. Just like I'm Team Wolf Vicky over Bad Baby. I know that's a very controversial stance, but I'm willing to take it. Look at her at the mall, all my mullets. I want to see if Kelsey and Puja can do the Tiffany dance. She does this, like, shuffle with her feet and her ankles. I remember in college, Laura Schleppi, girl we went to school with, a really good friend of mine. She could do it. I had her do it, I think, at one of our school dances. Nailed it. Anyway. I don't think we're alone guys I know we're alone on this very lonely guy edition this very special episode while uh, Kelsey and Pooj and Maria get a little bit of a break as everyone hops on my back and we carry the team through hold the fort down as we like to say here yeah and running just as fast as we can holding on to one another's hand are we not doing that Wow, different world people in the malls. Anyway, you know, going back to my first segment when I was talking about, uh, you know, my mom and what she did for me and what I perceived that she didn't do for me. And then like, or even go back to like everything I did for them. uh, If I did, I'd like to think that I did. And I'm very proud of what I did, you know. Um, But if you study stoicism, And, uh, the great Marcus Aurelius was one of, oh, Tiffany's going into that dance. The two side dances. Oh, I have to see if Kelsey can do this. Kelsey's a good dancer. Ashley Grace Daniels, great dancer too. Yeah. I don't think I can get that going. Yeah, I can. I can boogie voogie. I'm going to, I'll do this as my next ecstasy free dance. Anyway, I was going to say the great Marcus Aurelius as we go from Tiffany I think we're alone <laughs> to uh, discuss Marcus Aurelius, the great Roman emperor. Why are we one of the greatest? He was a Stoic, but he always, when he was able to deal with problems that other people around him weren't his loved ones, when he was able to shoulder burdens, he didn't look at it as why, why do I get stuck with all this? How come I have to do all the dirty work? And why can't these people step up? And why? Instead, he went to gratitude, saying, I'm grateful. That I can be the one to handle this. That I can deal with this. Um, it's funny. Even when my dad was dying, and um, you know, he had got the guy had never cried. He hadn't cried since he was like six years old. And when he was diagnosed, he just bawled at the table. And I did it with him. And I just, I'll never forget saying, "Dad, I wish it could be me." You know, I loved him that much, and he just was like, "No, like this is mine." And I'd rather me than anyone in this family. That. I'm tough enough to take this. I know where I'm going. I'm fulfilled with my life. It always stuck with me. But I think a lot of times we get hung up on, why well, I did this and I did this and that, you know, but a lot of people don't have the capacity. They just don't. You know, it, it's easy to think that, you know, people can get a lot done in a day. And it, it just, not everyone's like that. And a lot of people just do what they can. That's why you try to have empathy for them. But if you're the one doing more, if you're being used, that's a different story. But if you're the one in the family that's doing a little bit more, you know what? You would know, rather than be bitter about it, I mean, definitely protect yourself. But rather than be bitter about it, maybe just be grateful. You know, maybe you'd be grateful, you know, that you, God gave you the strength and the endurance to do it, to be the one. There's something to think about on that note. Uh, yeah, seeing, you know, I've, I've always talked about positive truth and negative truth, you know, in people. And sometimes, and most of the time, actually, the negative truth's not even true. It's like negative speculation, But there are positive truths, and I'll tell you, like, I realize, you know, growing up, tough neighborhood, kind of tough, lower middle class family to middle, you know, we think we got up to the middle class because my dad just, God, he grinded so hard as a construction worker, and my mother was such a great saver, and then they bought, you know, he always bought, like, the worst house in the best neighborhood, and, you know, but it cost him his life, I mean, he was gone at 54 years old, um, but, You know, I have to say that a lot of times, like, I don't know, in that kind of setting, you tend to see the worst in people and situations, especially in the city life. You're very cynical. You know, you're always on guard. Always think something's going to be a fight. Someone's going to rob you. Someone's going to, in middle class, it's like your employee's always going to screw you, you know. And if you go out and see the world that way, you get it back. And so I remember having this talk with a really great writer. And Walt Disney's name came up. And he went off and said, what a misogynist and a racist and a this and a that and all these other things. And I said, Well, you know, we don't we all have many faces, as Deepak Chopra told us. No one is perfect. No one on this earth is perfect. But when I think of the positive truth about him, the Disney that I see is the one that you know works so hard to see his art get out to make people happy. And you know, when you If you're ever blessed enough to go behind the scenes of Disney, I've had private tours where you, you know, where you see behind the scenes where, you know, everyone's in costume. By the way, they're not in uniform, they're in costume. But all his principles that he laid down are still in effect today with the workers, 60 years later. But they're all based on making people feel happy, making people smile, um, bringing them joy. And that's the Disney I want to see. You know, that other Disney, not that I will ignore it, you know, but I don't, I didn't know that Disney, you know, I don't know that for a fact. I don't know what traumas he went through to get there, but I will say when I think of all the joy, you know, Disney has brought people, that's kind of what I want to see. And I remember saying that and the writer actually was kind enough to go, no, I never saw it that way. But I realized I've, I've looked for the negative and I probably have attracted it. Um, you know, and right now, you know, like L.A., the news will tell you, you know, there's, there's crime is up. There's no police, police, homelessness, and mentally ill people. And, you know, the more I, I drive around on guard, I think the more, you know, I'm going to bring, the more trouble I'm going to bring my way, the more that I have empathy for these people and the situations they're in, um, I, I have found by having that empathy for them, rather than, like I said, being um, so negative or so guarded, you know, it's gotten better for me. But this is where I tell you how the universe, switching subjects, why the I think the universe is always, always, always talking to us. So I'll take you to the rescues we did, you know, the three rescues. Um, these two overgrown dogs just wouldn't stop a viral video went out where they just were dropped off at the pound. As Bobo's kissing me right now, thank you, Bobo. Um, they wouldn't stop crying; they were hysterical, and like we can't get them to stop crying, and that means usually a dog that's very, very attached to a human owner and is just scared. Um, so I said I'll go get them the next day. I said I just feel it. I'm gonna I'll go out to the desert. It's a long ride. I'll take the test out there, but I'll get it and we'll see where it takes us. You know, I'll foster them. I'll get them strong. Someone will want these guys. And when I went, um, there's the, th- I mean, I'm 40 feet away. They, they literally guys 40 feet away. These two lunge at the gate lunging to get to me. And then there's a black one who's next to them. Now, by the way, there's about 15 other cute dogs in the same, um, in the same, uh, pen. But these three are going crazy. So I took out the Bichons, you know, which I didn't even know they were Bijons. They, they said they were poodles, but they were just so overgrown you couldn't even tell what they were. And I hugged them and said, no, I'm going to take them. And then I said, but can I also take the black one? So yeah, 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 yeah. So we got him spayed or neutered, excuse me. They were so great to do it right then and there. And they went over to Petco, grabbed some, a brush and stopped brushing these guys out and, you know, When it was revealed a day later, you know, after grooming, we could see these two beautiful Bichons and this little poodle mix, Bobo, who has stolen everyone's heart. But, you know, it's funny how the universe just works. You know, here we are, you know, Easter and Easter for us, we've got Catholic Easter, we've got Greek Easter. We lost Maria's mom on Greek Easter, Maria. My, she was my other mom, not my second mom, Maria's mom. We were very, very close. Um, and so these dogs, now normally Maria would be really stressed out. The barking, the peeing, it, it's a lot because Maria's juggling a lot of balls. But these guys are just such lumps of love. I mean, they just, all they want to do is sit on you and cuddle you. They barely eat. I swear to God, the two Bijons, especially, are just little angels. Uh, but also Bobo has this angelic quality of him too, where he, you know, he's a baby, so he's still figuring things out, but, um, God, he gets along with Max and he gets, you know, and, and even Winnie, we thought Winnie would be really upset by this and she's, her spirits have been up and I think she doesn't feel as lonely, but where I really, where it really pays off where the universe start, you start connecting the dots and you realize the meaning of everything. So Maria said, Kevin, listen, now Charlie, there's Charlie and Chubby. And Chubby is like just an angel. He's, he is just a really sweet, sweet, innocent, innocent baby. I said to Maria, we've got to like, just keep arms wrapped around him. You know, he's a little older and I'm sure they didn't have the best diets and the best care, you know? So, you know, he's, he moves a little slower, but he's also just, like I said, he's not as um, hyper or, or as sharp. He's just very sweet. Charlie's sweet too, but Charlie is really the one with serious abandonment issues. And he's super attached to me. Now, I've never had that happen with a dog. Like Noelle and I, because she was a quadriplegic and she knew she would look at me and we, she would give me the look. and I'd say, okay, you need to go to the bathroom. Like we were like one, but she also loved Maria equally. But Charlie, this is the first time that like follows me everywhere. Like I can't leave without him screaming and crying right look at that isn't that interesting there's the universe talking to us again yes Charlie I'm talking about you I'm talking about you buddy um there you go and uh you know Maria said Kevin you you just literally have to take him everywhere with you I'm like well I mean okay like I'll I can you know, him and I can, we can go to, I took him to after buzz with me. And then I went to pick up prescriptions and I took him with me and all, you know, and Maria's like, Kevin, like from now on, that's what just until like we get training or whatever to calm him down, you know, he really has got to have a heart attack without you. And then she said it, and this is where he just loved Maria. And she said, you know, you know, uh, have you, do you ever think Kevin that, that's why maybe Charlie's here. I'm like, for me to, to for me to heal him? She's, no. For you. So for me? Yeah, you. Think about when he's with you and you're out and about doing your errands or whatever. My mind's not on who's going to jump me. My mind's not on the traffic, the lack of parking, the heat. My mind's not on that. My mind's on him. Keeping him loved and happy. Um, And in a way, I really think he is protecting me from myself, and from that negative side of me. That you know, is, is is on guard, is seeing the negative side, and then bringing that in, just helping me. And you know, he always he's so inviting. Like, oh, I love your dog, and you know, so it just it's bringing, it's it's protecting me and helping me. And I think that's why Lisa, I believe it. You guys, you can think of woo woo, but I feel like that they were sent. And Charlie was sent to me. And here I think I'm helping him. But really, he's here to help me. So today I made sure I got him a a harness with a seatbelt thing attached. And uh, we're just going to be connected, him and I. And I think um, we're going to help each other. But uh, he was sent here. I'm sure of it. Um, Now, when we get back, I'm going to tell you why. When I had this realization, then on came this TV show. Uh, Somebody Somewhere. That's what they're uh, show that I mentioned to you earlier. And then all the same messages started coming out. And I want to get into that and talk a little bit about that show. Um, all that and more on this uh, very special edition of better together, better together, lonely guy edition. We'll be right back.
0: All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do snack. Trust me. I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused
1: I wish you guys could see me I'm free dancing A little more Debbie Gibson Yes you guys I know you don't think there's a world Without Bad Baby But there was a world without Bad Baby You know what good for the 80s I'm looking at her style Totally would work today you go, Deb. Only in my dreams. So, you guys, I want to share a a pick with you for a show. Uh, there's these guys, the Duplass Brothers. I urge you to see their works. Um, very soulful guys. Um, they really have this stamp. You know, first of all, they they make the films for not a lot of money, so I'm always a fan of that, but. They just have such heart. And um, so they not only create stuff with heart, but they back people who have heart. And uh, if you have HBO, I encourage you to check out somebody somewhere. Um, I want to give the shout out to the creators too. Uh, Hannah Boss, Paul Therene, star on the show, but they're also the creators. And sometimes I love that. Most of the time I love that because... It's like Esther Pavinsky, who we love in Alone Together." I could tell her and that her partner there uh, on the show, were' actually writing it. it. Just kind of brings another level of greatness to it, but uh, my favorite character on the show is uh, played by the actor Murray Hill. Uh, just hilarious. It's, what a character. And when we're all listen, I'm loving, we crashed. I love the truth about Pam. I loved. I liked the Uber, uh, you know, the, the, God, the Uber uh, series that was made. Jeez, I'm sorry. I'm having a brain freeze. But I love all the true crime, the true stuff. I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, the making of The Godfather, The Offer. But, at the, but at the, yeah, you Tom Charlie. Yeah, that's it, Charlie. But uh, you, um, but I was saying to Maria, like, you know, it's nice to see some beautiful stuff, too that's real life, but has meaning, has a, has a heart to it. And, um, there's so much in this show. It's messy. The people in it are messy, but they're trying to find their way. It's a lot of the, Hey, I'm in my forties now. And I didn't expect to end up in this mess. And what do I do? And great symbolism. It's in Kansas. So there's tornadoes, but there's so much of the, I think the resonating theme of Oz where, you know, you, you know, she didn't think she could go home, but she could go home all along. And home was where it's at. And this character who's just moved back home, you're seeing it. But as I'm uh, watching it, you know, as I'm having this revelation about uh Charlie and why he's in my life, or Maria's revelation, I should say. There's a one of the episodes, there's uh the the main character, the male, he uh you could see him he he i was saying to maria earlier before i saw the show i go you know maria i think i want to get a priest over here to bless the animals i want them them to get baptized and then we joked and i said well they really wouldn't need uh they really wouldn't need baptism because well baptism at least in catholic culture is to uh is to um you know re- eliminate original sin right at least that's what i was taught but our little babies here don't have that so they don't need it i said but i would like them to get blessed and she was like you're crazy So, sure enough, I turn on somebody somewhere, and don't you know, one of the characters there is blessing all the animals. Uh, He belongs to a church, he's a volunteer at the church, and there's a calling for him to be a pastor, but he's not confident. He works at some, like, you know, soul sucking job that he makes the best out of every day, pushing paper and pushing buttons. Um, But there he is, blessing animals. And I'm like, wait, wait, I was just talking about this a few minutes ago, and I feel like that can't be a coincidence. And then, later on, his uh, husband-to-be breaks up with him, his best friend, the other girl at starts the show ends up leaving the job he's at. He feels very much alone. So he does an impulse buy, sees a cute dog. He sees a little Bobo or a little Charlie, buys the dog, takes the dog to the vet, and was like, okay, this was an impulse buy because... I have no connection to this thing. It has no name and I shouldn't have done it. And the vet said, listen, um, I'll get it adopted out to someone else. Don't worry. So he, okay, great. So he drives home and it's a tornado warning, you know, and, uh, and it's getting really hectic out there. And the dog wants to go out, is scared and wants to go to the bathroom. So that's the dog out. Dog runs away and it gets really dangerous out there. So he runs back in the car and, like lets the dog go and then he has a moment where he's like no I can't do this it's not who I am so he goes out into the cornfields and he gets with the dog and again like please this is not a spoiler because it's a minor 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 part of the series but he realizes that he needs you know he ends up saving the dog but all his lack of confidence for wanting to be a pastor, wanting to be deep down or having a calling that he wasn't realizing about being a pastor, but also he wants to be a mom. He wants to be a great mom, to, and he wants to have kids someday. And yes, Charlie, and by having this experience with the dog, he real, you, know, you see the dog is there to help, really there to help. It's really there to help him rather than him helping the dog. And I'm like, well, okay, Charlie, Charlie, come here, come on. Is that Bobo, you guys? Do we have to take another break and embarrass everyone on this Lonely Guy edition? Come on. Bobo, come on in. Let's go. Okay. So Bobo is a baby, you guys. So he, I had to go buy him toys. Haven't had a baby in this house in, no, oh, I don't know, 12 years since Winnie. All right, let's go. In, 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 in. Sorry, guys. You get that in real time. Because that's what we do. Uh, Anyway So I'm watching this and I'm like This can't be a This just can't be a coincidence You know, to be seeing this And that, and that's where I just I don't know, guys The more I've been open To asking what the various messages are In the universe That I'm receiving You know, the more I've taken that I know it's a little woo-woo sometimes Sometimes it's a little woo-woo I get it Sometimes it's a little You know, it can be like A little bit out there But at the same time, I'm finding answers and I'm making those connections. And I'm always asking, you know, Maria had a baby ladybug in the car yesterday and she was, she was about to go do something really momentous. And I said, you know, what does that mean? We looked it up and I was like, huh, Maria, got, Maria had never, hadn't been bit by a bee since she was a kid. On Easter Sunday, she's bit by, she gets a bee sting. I said, Maria, look it up. And we looked it up and sure enough, there was so much there about the meaning behind all of it. And uh, some way connected to Easter and her mom. And so I don't know. So I urge you to keep being aware and, and asking the universe for help and just, just kind of seeing the signs. Because all of this just came into me. And again, I don't think it's a coincidence.
0: Wonderful pistachios <laughs> bonus. Wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Mine is the sweet chili.
1: It's funny. And, and even on the show, um, the character of Mari Hill plays, um, says you, you got to control the controllable. She's like, or at least that's what the rock says anyway. And like, whatever that means, and they left, but you know, I always say that. And even with that lesson, that's the one thing I always say is like, it's going to be hard enough out there in the world. There's always going to be obstacles, but often we beat ourselves and that's what we can't do. So what we can't control, we must. I used to say this at After Buzz all the time. He said, control the controllable. I would always tell the kids, whatever we can't control, we must. Right? So we can control whatever's within our control, we have to. Because, listen, no pressure, because you're not always going to be able to do it. But you want to strive to do that, because there's going to be enough obstacles that come at you that you're not going to be able to control. And you need your strength and energy for that. So that's why I would always say you know, whatever you can't control, you have to, you know, the things I have control over and the things you don't have control over, you got to try not to worry about, you got to let it go. So again, I don't know if this makes sense, but it made sense to me. And I hope, uh, I really hope it resonates with you guys. Um, you know, we've, uh, we've a lot of exciting things coming up. That's more ask the manager stuff, but, uh, we're going to be really ramping things up with some more Uh, good content, working more with people. And, uh, you know, for me, uh, it's been great to do the, you know, between doing the show and writing again, it's been very joyful. Uh, And I think that for you guys, I think Maria, I think Kelsey and Pooja is just so fun to work with. Um, But it's days like today where they get a break and they need it, guys, because they work really hard and they care so much. And I always say, you know, um, I know my nephew one time said to me, my daddy says, Maria thinks the movie's hers. And I never forget saying to him, you know, when I was making a movie, I said, you know, when you get older, you're going to see there's no greater compliment someone working for you can give you than to treat the, your business as if it were theirs. So it's actually an amazing, yes, that's true. And that's amazing. You know? So that's, you know, I mean, so for, for, me, uh, to have that from Kelsey and from Pooja, Violetta treats this house like it's hers. I mean, you know, you can't get a greater compliment. And so I just want to honor that and make sure those guys have time. But like I said, we have a lot of exciting things coming up and the summer, I know Maria's talking about taking the show on the road, which will be super exciting for the girls. Uh, I think there's a, uh, a better together European adventure in the works. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, kids. Uh, okay, well, listen. Have we learned anything? Have we profited in any way? I don't know. I don't know. I'll continue with my humble brags. But just know, I do humble brag because, A, no one else has given me the compliments. And B, and most importantly, I'm hoping there's a takeaway for you. I'm going to take us out here with a little scandal. Patty Smythe. Who would have thought the Lonely Guy edition would be a salute to the 80s? Oh, what a time, kids. A simpler time. Even the dancing. You just had to go side to side. There's no pressure. It was easy. Even the drummer, my God, that's just like it's such an easy beat, guys. You know my band, Batman and the Robins? One of all the talent shows in high school. (laughs) <laughs> How could you lose in a Batman costume on the drums Look at Patti Smith go Little red dress Yep Guys just going side to side Happy as clams Oh people Well listen Make As Maria would say I'm better together I think there probably needs a Let's see maybe there is a Oh you know what I'm gonna take something. God, there's a celebrity out there that has a great quote and I don't want to, I want to give him credit. He's a comedian. gosh darn it, I don't like doing this. I don't want to use his quote and not give him credit. but he uh, he would end every show, his show, maybe the Lonely Guy show gets ended this way. because you know we have our signature outs, right We've got we've got uh, make good choices. Be nice people and be present, I think, is queenies. And you know, Regular Guy Friday has our mantra. And um, we really haven't come up with one for us to manage We just use we out. But in this one, I'd like to say this. This is for all the lonely people. You know, if uh, you have a roof over your head and a warm bed to sleep in um, and people in your life who love you, game's over, you won. How about that, Doctor Phil? Cash me outside. How about that? But it's true, right? Game's over. You won. Honestly, game's over. You won. So I always thought that was a. I told him to. God, I have to remember who this comedian is. He uh, is friends with Adam Carolla, and I remember him being so touched that I, you know, that I said I apply that to my life now. Thank you. It was like 15 years ago I heard it, but yeah, game's over. We won, guys. We might be lonely. So what? Everyone gets a little lonely, right? We are, as I said. We're the uh, regular people living in a regular world. It gets lonely. But we have each other. We have YouTube, Netflix, Hulu, everything else to distract us as well. It's all good. <laughs> anyway. Well, kids, thank you very much for your patience. Uh, all our love. Please remember to rate and comment. Uh, let us know on Patreon especially shows like this, because uh, it really does give Maria the confidence to let us keep doing this and giving her the time she needs. And even the girls, you know, I know Kelsey's worried too, because she doesn't want, uh, she doesn't want us to go down the tubes. And I just said, Kelsey, just trust me. And, and you need the time off. You know, you got to, you got to just have some time for you uh, right now. And we're going to be kicking it in. Plenty of new stuff coming down the pipeline that'll keep us even more busy. So Anyway, needless to say, you guys have a wonderful Tuesday. And we'll see you back for Regular Guy Friday. And I don't know what else can really be said. Jeez, I don't even know if there's a... Uh, you know what? Maybe... Yeah, Patty Smith was also a warrior. Let's go out on a high note, guys. Go, Patty. video. Thought I never watched this all these years later. Getting to the most important part, people. All you Hail Squad, this is you. Shooting at the walls of heartache, bang, bang, I'm the warrior, right? But I am the warrior. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at that. That goes back to what I said on Friday, right? You win if you survive. That's what Vince McMahon told us. If I survived the fight, then I won. How about that? See, you listen to these lyrics, guys. Or You pay attention to the lyrics and you see a lot more in there. Anyway, listen, I've already talked too much. Much love, much gratitude, everybody. Have a great week. See you on Friday.